Hello, this is Andrew Levy, and I have another one of my podcasts for you. Just in time, as it were, it's the end of the year, December, and and hopefully some well-earned rest lies before us all, and you in particular. But in point of fact, it's also a good time to perhaps look back at the year and note some of its its features. Uh, Unquestionably, the year has been a very, very difficult one, and we know more or less why, and uh, it, it really, in reality, is something that is still with us. So the immediate outlook is not a complete amelioration or turnaround. What we have to do is to soldier on, because the future um, is doubly uncertain. I mean, it's uncertain at the best of times, but obviously with the whole COVID cloud still over our heads, it's very difficult to make anything like a medium or a long-term plan. So let's talk a little bit about COVID to begin with and uh, perhaps introduce our remarks by saying we are dealing with a very, very difficult economy. And you don't need me to tell you that. Okay, it's been impacted by COVID. It's been impacted by the July riots and looting. And both of those were blows that fell on an already tender spot. Our economy was not in good shape to begin with. And both of those had an you know, immediate impact on employment and wages and earnings. So that's still very much in mind. Now, whilst we might for the moment put that issue a little bit behind us, what we need to talk about is the very, very current question, particularly in the light of the, uh, the new virus that we have, uh, and that is what can we do about mandatory vaccination policies? Well, I don't think that there is any doubt that employers may implement a policy which makes it compulsory for every employee to become vaccinated against COVID. And the the arguments you're going to get about it's my constitutional right to integrity of my body and no one can interfere with that. Um, Well, the answer is yes, there is that right and you may exercise that right, but you must always remember that when you exercise a right, there are consequences. It's not in a vacuum, and you've got to say, well, what may happen as a result? And equally, what this question deals with is the tension between individual rights and collective rights in the Constitution. Now, you may well have the right to bodily integrity, but surely as a collectivity, we citizens have the right to be protected and shielded from the random passing on of what can be a deadly virus. And of course, that is the case. So it goes back to the the old Hobbesian, if you will, uh, measure of what is the greatest good for the greatest number that we actually perhaps limit your constitutional right for the interest of the greater majority, or that irrespective of the majority, your right triumphs. Well, a moment's reflection, of course, will show you that that could never be the case. So what do we do? Somebody says, I won't get vaccinated. I have deep-seated reasons why not. Well, I respect that. You have that right. But here is the consequence. The consequence is I cannot use you in the workplace. In fact, I have statutory obligations um, for health and safety, which mean that I have to provide as safe a working environment as I can. And it's reasonable to say under these circumstances, if you have not been vaccinated, you can't come in here. 
so please go home and stay there. Now, the next thing that follows from that is, well, do you or don't you get paid? The answer is very clear. You do not get paid. And this is very simply on the principle of enrichment. No one should be enriched at another's expense. So if I'm not getting the benefit of your labor, there's absolutely no argument that says you must continue to get the benefit of my wages. Well, that leads us to the next question. Can you possibly dismiss? And the answer is yes, you can. This situation cannot pertain forever and a day. But what you need to do is to make sure, as always, that your dismissal is a last resort rather than a first response. So you're going to have to look at, can I isolate this employee? Can I reorganize the job? Can I isolate them? Are there reasonable steps I could take which could include working from home? Go through all of those. And when you've done that, then you're looking at your dismissal. But I don't necessarily want to look only at that question. The next point I want to turn to is, well, what has COVID done to wage settlements? And the answer is, as you would expect, it's had a very, very dramatic impact. Now, wage settlements normally move by a very small increment from year to year, either up or down. It's normally less than, well, it's always less than 1%, and it is frequently less than half a percent. But all of a sudden, we have an external economic shock, rather like the meteor that put the dinosaurs out of business. It comes from outside. You can't see it coming. There's nothing you can do, even if you do see it, and it affects the whole country or the whole world or whatever. Well, when you get that, you expect quite serious consequences. And so wage settlements have fallen um, by about 2%, which is a huge, huge, huge amount. And um, in nearly 50 years of doing what I do, both academically and practically, I have never, ever seen that. And I don't think I'll ever see it again. So that is going to be one of the hallmarks of what will happen next year. But we're going to dedicate not only a uh, a podcast to that, but a very detailed, in-depth webinar as we do every year. Equally, as you would expect, if people are laid off, if they're not earning a lot, if uh, they're working part-time, you would expect strikes to decrease. And indeed they have. But more alarmingly, towards the end of the year, we have seen quite a notable upkick in strike incidents. And it's not so much that strikes are happening, it's the nature of those strikes which are really of greater concern. And it does appear as if the current economic circumstances and the impact of COVID, all of it as a package, has made no difference at all to union bargaining strategy. At one stage last year, I thought that we'd seen the light. As you recall, NAMSA agreed to postpone the last stage of their three-year deal because of employment. The government walked away from its third-year portion of the deal that's still in litigation but I I confidently expect that government will win and I thought ah a new reality no no sign of it we're still getting the very very high and totally unrealistic demands we're seeing bad faith bargaining and of more concern we're seeing indications that the unions and their negotiators either don't believe management when they show them the figures and they tell them how bad things are, uh, or in point of fact, 
they they still firmly have this view in mind that the employer can meet any demand that they make. Now, of course, the argument we can't afford it is well-worn and employers constantly refer to that. So it's understandable that some employees and unions meet it with a, a degree of, uh, of doubt. Understandable. But in reality, not to pay heed to the devastation we've seen this year it seems to me to be crass stupidity. And if we look, for example, I can quote numerous strikes which went on, uh, in the case I'm thinking of, for eight weeks, at the end of which there was no increase whatsoever. In other words, management said, no, that's all we've got. And eight weeks later, the employees accepted it. We can look at the strike in the steel industry. And yes, they did get an improved offer, but it took another week to 10 days, still hanging out for something which was unattainable. And... In the end, there was a concession. So that is concerning, and the the rhetoric uh, around the strikes uh, hasn't changed. And although I had cautiously hoped for a new reality to creep in, well, it looks as if it hasn't happened. So that is something else which uh, uh, we need to bear in mind, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. The last point I want to make, perhaps we'll enlarge on this at some future date, is there seems to be a growing tendency for wage negotiations to be settled um, by a once-off payment uh, in cash uh, and you keep it out of the the package. Uh, Unions sometimes refer to this as a settlement bonus. Uh, This is a a very bad thing to do um, and uh, it's going to be very hard to get rid of. Uh, But having said that, one understands why employers will do it. If I can settle the negotiations or avert a strike or settle a strike by paying 1,000 or 1,500 rand uh, across the board, probably I'd be foolish to uh, turn it down. And so it's becoming more and more common. And uh, I must say, I look at the situation in the public sector and I think there has been uh, a little bit of uh, soft shoe shuffling there. Uh, and the wool is being pulled over numerous eyes because, as you know, um, they were all given a, uh, a once-off payment outside of the uh, package of between twelve and 1,500 Rand, depending on what you earn, except that it wasn't once-off. It's going to be paid every month for 12 months. Now, firstly, that's going to add another 20 billion Rand, it is estimated, to the public sector wage bill. And I won't wax lyrical about that. You can figure it for yourself. And the other thing is, having done it, how on earth are they ever going to be able to walk away from it? And once that happens, how long will it take for it to spread to the private sector? So that is something to worry about. It. But then right now, um, our view is perhaps stop worrying for a while. Um, you've got hopefully some time where you can relax, where you can uh, uh, recover, where your thoughts can range a little more leisurely uh, over what we've done and where we need to uh, still do a lot more. Uh, But all in all, uh, you've earned a break, so please enjoy it. And remember, if you need to get in touch with us, we're always happy to help you. You can get me on andrew at andrewlevy.co.za. That's andrew at andrewlevy, A-N-D-R-E-W. And it's one word, and the Levy part is Lima Echo Victor Yankee, L-E-V-Y. 
www.co.za um, or if you want to and uh, it's urgent then you can always send me a WhatsApp on 083-650-5001. Thank you for listening and we'll talk again at some future date. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.